Hello and welcome to the PLYMC's Library Anywhere podcast, where we discuss books, programs, and all things library related in Youngstown and Mahoning County. Hello again, everybody, and welcome back to our Library Anywhere podcast. It's been a nice summer break, but it's also nice to get back to the microphone, as they say. It's an old podcast saying, you know. Okay, well, I guess I'm just going to have to take your word for it. Well, anyway, I'm Rhonda. And I'm Bridget. And today we have with us a guest from Youngstown State University, Dr. Alicia Prieto Langrica, to talk to us about National Hispanic Heritage Month, which goes from September 15th to October 15th. Thanks for joining us, Dr. Alicia. Would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, thank you so much for inviting me. I've been listening to your podcast now, and it's a really cool thing, so I'm going to be a fan now. Um, (laughs) I'm originally from Mexico, and I was born and raised in the city of Guadalajara, Jalisco, uh, which is the second largest city in Mexico, and it's close to the West Coast, but it's surrounded by mountains. So it was like 60 to 80 degrees every day and sunny, so it was boring and terrible, and I love it here. Um, So... uh, because we, we didn't have, we had like two seasons, the season where it rained and the season where it didn't. And here, I mean, you have excitement. Every day is excitement. <laughs> um, I came to the U.S. for a research program during my third year in college, and I decided to stay and finish my degree at the University of Texas at Dallas. And then after that, I went to get my Ph.D. at the University of Texas at Arlington. Um, when I was about to get my Ph.D., um, I went on, a, on the academic market, and you get like offers and you get to visit different campuses. Um, and out of the several offers that I got, uh, Youngstown just looked like home and they seemed like home. I really like the people here. I met like really fantastic people when I came. So um, I just chose to make this my home and I've been so happy since. Um, at YSU, I teach all sorts of classes since uh, from the non-STEM, math ma- um, non-STEM major math classes uh, to every upper division graduate level math class as well. So it's been fun. Oh, nice. Well, great. Well, you know, as Bridget had mentioned, National Hispanic Heritage Month takes place from September the 15th to October 15th. Can you kind of explain what it is and why it's celebrated? Yeah, so National Hispanic Heritage Month was first proclaimed by President George H.W. Bush on 1989. Uh, Before this, it was like a week. So it was uh, Hispanic Heritage Week, and it was proclaimed by Lyndon Johnson. Um, September 15 was chosen because it's the anniversary of the independence of five Hispanic countries, uh, Costa Rica, El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras, and Nicaragua, uh, who all declared their independence in 1821. In addition, Mexico, Chile, and Belize celebrate their independence on September 16, September 18, and September 21st, respectively. Um, Something funny about uh, at least the Mexican Independence Day is that we celebrate when we started fighting, not when we won the war, which is really, I mean, I guess we just knew that we were going to win. So <laughs> that's why we celebrate that day. Um, during this month, we celebrate the contributions that Hispanics and Latinx people have made to the United States. Um, from science to art, to art uh, Latinx people have made an impact in every aspect of life and culture in this country. And it's important to recognize and celebrate our achievements and impact. So that's a lot of Independence Days all at once. Yeah. yeah. No wonder we needed more time to think about. We needed the whole month and not just a week. Is there a theme associated with this year's celebration? 
So our team at YSU is Adelante, celebrating the Latinos and Latinas who make, who are moving the valley forward. Oh, that's exciting. Does everybody feel the same way about Youngstown as you do? I hope so. <laughs> I think so. I think sometimes they hide it, but yeah. <laughs> Everybody's excited for the snow. <laughs> well, you know, um, thinking about the Hispanic community at Youngstown State University, would you say that it has grown like over the years? So I've been here for nine years. And in that time, I've seen the celebration and the community change. Um, I wouldn't say uh, growth, although the community has grown a lot. Like uh, we had a big income of uh, Puerto Rican families after Maria, and we had some other migration. Uh, but the celebration has not uh, grown necessarily. It just has changed. What I do see is a lot more faculty at YSU being involved with these uh, projects. So it's not only the same people that are always putting uh, things together. So I'm really happy about that. And it has become from a celebration of, cult of culture that was a lot more like just a presentation to more academic exercises, which I am really happy that we get the students to learn something and not just to watch people perform. That's cool. It is cool. So how long have you been a part of YSU's Hispanic Heritage Committee? So during my interview, I met Anna Torres and she's like the boss. So I think the moment I came, she was like, you're involved. So I've been involved since day one. Uh, but officially, I've been part of the committee for seven years, I think. Is Anna Torres, she's the academic librarian at yes. YSU. Yeah, I think I've yes. met her and she is the boss in she's many boss, ways. Right? Yeah, I think many she's ways. her major. I mean, I'm not starting her campaign. But yeah. <laughs> we'll have to get her on the podcast sometime. Right. <laughs> Um, so, um, Dr. Lisa, how far in advance does the committee start planning for the Hispanic Heritage Month celebration? Well, in a good year, we start on their spring semester um, around March. Um, sometimes it's a little bit hard. You probably know how to like secure funds and stuff for things. Mm -hmm. So we can start dreaming around March. But once we have a budget, which is uh, around July, most of the time, that's when we can seriously start planning and, and making commitments. That's exciting. So it's really, it really ramps up at the end of July, August. Probably. Yeah, it gets fun. <laughs> <laughs> so what is the first event? How do you kick off uh, Hispanic Heritage Month at YSU? Oh, so we have this cool opening ceremony. We have different people coming. There's uh, the major, the YSU president, the provost, the assistant provost for diversity, equity, and inclusion, staff members from representatives, local authorities, OCA representatives. OCA is the Organización Cívica y Cultural Hispanoamericana, which just means the Organization for Latinos of the Valley. Um, well, that's not what, this, what it means, but that's who they are. Um, and some people from YSU and the general community. We have a procession of flags, uh, of all the Latin American flags, plus the US flag. Um, there's a national anthem singing, and there's a keynote speaker. And this year is going to be a Latina, a Chilean woman that just graduated from YSU a few years ago. And she lives in Warren, and she's an engineer. Um, so Macarena Janes, she's really cool. Um, and it all happens on the first Thursday, during or the closest to the 15th of September which this year is 16 of September um, at 12.15 at the Mahoning, Court, Court, Mahoning County Courthouse. Um, and something that I should say is that there's cake. So, I mean, if you're not gonna come for the flags, you should come for the cake. 
Okay, where's the cake located? I Is know. that going to be at right, the courthouse? Right at the courthouse. We okay. Need the courthouse. We need that, don't we, Bridget? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I'm, it does sound like it's going to be a lot of fun, um, a lot of nice things that are taking place. Well, can you just kind of talk a little bit about some of the other events that you have planned? Yes. So our main event is always on a Saturday, and it's a three-hour-long three event. Um, it's at the Chestnut Room in Kilcoli Center at YSU. And in that celebration, we have dancing, we have uh, singing, we have performance performance for all sorts of different things. Uh, so there's a lot of music, there's some vendors and food, and it's open to the public and free. So free food should be like attractive to everybody. Um, <laughs> we don't know who exactly we're gonna have as the performers, but uh, it's always fun. Sometimes we have like even uh, bachata lessons, which was cool and like, you know, learn how to dance. So that's always nice. Um, we're gonna have, uh, as I was saying, now we have a lot more faculty involved in these things. So I'm like really happy that Diana Pallardi and Jacob Labenz um, are organizing this film viewing. So the film is uh, called El Ultimo Traje, which means the last suit. And this is a movie uh, about a Jewish a man who escaped uh, the Holocaust and is going back um, to Poland where he's trying to meet a friend who saved him from death. So that's gonna be really interesting. And we also have a speaker that is going to be talking about this um, film, who's Stephanie Prigion, and I'm probably uh, uh, not doing justice to her name, um, but uh, she is a Hispanic Studies and Latin American Studies at Bates College, um, and she's just going to be talking to the students and with the students with questions and, and, and Q&A uh, about the movie. What um, day is the movie going to be? Thank you. Uh, it's going to be Monday, uh, 10, September 10. It's Monday, October 11. Monday, oh. October 11th. Um, yeah, is that going to be uh, on campus? At a it's going to be on campus. It's going to be, well, close to campus. That's going to be at the Steel Museum. Oh, I see. Okay. And what time do you know? A, we, I think we settled at five, but look look for the, at the opening ceremony, we're going to give everybody a calendar with all the events. I okay. see. Okay. With the cake. With the cake, right? Yeah, definitely the cake with the cake. And the calendar. <laughs> okay, so far we've got the opening ceremony. We've got the big event in the chestnut room with the free food, possible dance lessons. And now we've got a movie, El Ultimo Traje, I believe you said, and that's going to be at the Steel Museum. Yes. What else is going on that Ooh. month? We will also have a speaker coming that is organized by Carol Bennett, who is the Associate Provost for Equity, Diversity, and Inclusion. And uh, the speaker is going to be Roberto Gonzalez, who is an indigenous and Latinx lecturer. He's a storyteller and a poet. And he's based in New York and it's really exciting that he's going to come. You can find his stuff online and you can have, uh, find some of his talks, previous talks on YouTube. And it's really cool that he's coming and he's going to give a presentation at 5 p.m. 5 p.m. on 5 October 12th. On October, yes. <laughs> no location uh, yet for that? And we are going to try to have it at the Ohio room in Kilcoy. All right. Yeah, but th those are things that, you know, we, we need to figure out locations for all of these things. And any more events that we should know about before, we're, as we're marking our calendars? So last one of, last of the events that we can talk about is uh, Dia de Muertos, which means the Day of the Dead. We're going to have a big celebration at Oka. The Day of the Dead is November 2nd. Well, November 1st and 2nd, but November 2nd is a big Day of the Dead. And in Mexico and in other cultures in Latin America, 
we celebrate those who have passed because indigenous cultures believe that they would come the, that our dead people would come back to, to visit us. And so we celebrate their coming back with altars in which we put uh, whatever our, our people that passed away like to eat or like to do so that they're putting the altar so that when they visit, they can try the food <laughs> that they wanted. Um, and uh, we'll have, again, a bunch of uh, poetry reading and singing and music. And we are inviting people if they want to, to they have lost somebody recently and they wanna bring a picture uh, or something that they own and put it in the altar. So there's gonna be spaces for you to put, to do that so that you can celebrate with your, um, with your relatives or, or family or friends that you have that passed away. Um, it sounds a little bit morbid, I know, but in, in Mexico, it's really a celebration. If you go to Mexico on November uh, 2nd, in many parts of Mexico, the cemeteries are full of mariachis and food and everybody's having a party. <laughs> and we really think this is like a party. This is not like a morning. So we will have, it's, it's gonna be an upbeat event and there will be uh, pan de muertos, which is a Mexican pastry and Mexican hot chocolate that are also free and are also open to the public. And this happens at Oca on November 2nd. Oh, I'm sensing the theme. Six to eight. <laughs> oh, six yeah. to eight. November 2nd at Oka. And there's a theme, I think, between the poetry and the dancing and the food. I like the I like the celebration aspect of this. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, it was pointed out to me recently that we're very dramatic. So the, the poetry has always has always to be there because like we're dramatic people and the food and the celebration goes, yeah. That's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I think it all sounds absolutely wonderful. And I think now I'm going to see what I can do. I'd like to come out and help celebrate. It sounds really nice. Um, food is always good as well. But I think the other aspects, just all the events that you have going on, would be something that's very interesting. And I just want to say that it certainly has been a pleasure talking with you on today. And I just want to thank you so much for your time and all the information that you've provided to everyone who's listening. Right. Uh, thanks, Rhonda. And also, I want to point out, if you cannot attend any of YSU's events, there are plenty of other ways that you can celebrate or observe National Hispanic Heritage Month. Uh, for example, books are a great way to honor the celebration. And we at the library have a lot of awesome titles in our collection for both children and adults, fiction and nonfiction. Yeah, that's right. And additionally, Bridget, you know, other ways that people can participate, you know, if you go online, there's different events. Uh, honoring the celebration, or you can just explore Hispanic cultural food and music. Um, you can visit a museum that might feature Hispanic art. And again, these are just all great ways to help celebrate uh, the National Hispanic Heritage Month. Our librarians have a bilingual story time every Monday at 2 p.m. too. It premieres live each week and can be found on our Facebook page, Library Mahoning County. Yeah, and in addition, Bridget, there's also going to be in-person Hispanic Heritage Storytimes at Welker Park, which is in New Middletown, at 11.30 a.m. on September 29th. And then there's also going to be another storytime at the Boardman Library on October 6th at 10 a.m. So once again, thanks to all of our listeners for joining us. And a special thanks, of course, to Dr. Alicia for coming and chatting with us today. Thank you for having me.
Thank you for joining us this month at PLYMC's Library Anywhere podcast. And make sure to visit our website at www.libraryvisit.org, where you can always find more great things the library offers. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, please tell a friend. Also, check our Instagram feed or follow us on Facebook at Library Mahoning County or find us on Twitter or YouTube at PLYMC. And be sure to tune in next month for our next episode. And thanks for listening.